Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah, and it is a pleasure to welcome you to my chair. In all four Gospels are recorded in numerous occasions when Jesus said, follow me. Jesus invites his followers to spend time with him, to learn from him, and to follow his ways. And that's the journey we'll be taking together through this Lenten season. I'm so glad you've joined me. There's an old song that says, "'Tis a gift to be simple, tis a gift to be free.'" Perhaps that's why we look at small children and envy them. Their lives seem so simple and free, while we feel that the weight of the world is on our shoulders. To start the fourth week of Lent together, we're going to explore the spiritual practice of simplicity. Perhaps you've not heard of this as a spiritual practice, but it is one that Christ followers have been working into the rhythms of their lives for centuries. From the extreme vows of poverty taken by monks and nuns to the simple practice of just thinking before speaking— This particular spiritual practice can impact every single area of our lives, physical, mental, and emotional. The desire for simplicity is the desire to live an uncomplicated life, a life that focuses on what really matters and just leaves the rest behind. The practice itself can be defined as the art of letting go, loosening the attachment to having and owning, bringing both freedom and generosity. If I asked any of you today, I'm not sure that any of us would say that we are living overly simple lives. I'm guessing that most of us would say our lives feel overly complex. It's hard to look around at our world today and believe that simplicity is even possible. I think we crave it. I know we need it. But finding it is difficult. And why is that? Mm, Maybe we're all just a little greedy. And I think that we all really like having choices. I mean, have you ever found yourself in the grocery aisle staring at six different boxes of spaghetti noodles, wishing that there was only one on the shelf? You're craving simplicity. On the other hand, have you gone to the shoe store looking for a new pair of sneakers and been disappointed that they only had three options in your size? So you also like having the power of choice. At the end of the day, we're all consciously or unconsciously pursuing the good life. And in our time, in our culture, that tends to mean more and better and more and better. And the more we add to our closets, our schedules, our to-do lists, the more complexity we're adding to life. Adding more means more demands on our attention, our time, our money. It means more problems and more decisions that need to be made. Ultimately, it means more exhaustion and enslavement to stuff and people, less freedom, less joy. But for centuries, followers of Jesus have pursued another way, the way of simplicity, giving up more and better things and activities in order to make space to love God and love others more and better. Jesus had a thing or two to say about this as he was teaching his followers. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus laid out the ways in which followers would find the best life in his radical upside-down kingdom. And in that sermon, in Matthew 6, Jesus teaches this. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The more we have, the more that stuff needs us and the more we give our hearts and minds away to those things. Jesus is telling us that we don't need what we think we do. The best life that we can live is found in making Jesus and his kingdom the main thing. Perhaps that's easy to say and not at all easy to do. So what are some real practical ways that we can put simplicity into practice? Well, let's just start small. Let's you and me just take the next right step. So maybe it means just opening that closet that's overflowing with stuff and doing a good purge. If you have kids, maybe it's looking at what can be donated or given away now that they've grown out of things or they don't really need them. 
Maybe before we make the next large purchase, we ask ourselves how it can help us love God or love others well. Let's look at calendars and see where we can eliminate some of the running around. And maybe you just intentionally limit your choices. I mean, does your pantry need five different cereals or will one do? I've barely scratched the surface, but if this idea of finding simplicity and letting go and living more uncomplicated resonates with you like it does with me, I encourage you to sit in some silence with this episode ends and invite the Holy Spirit to just give you one or two first steps. I am quite certain you'll hear something from him. So Jesus, we truly desire that you are first, that you're the most important thing in our lives. Help us today to take some small steps to live more simply. Thank you for joining me in my chair today. If you'd like to share something with me about your own Lenten journey, you can find me at Sarah, with an H, at whoisgrace.com. If you've been encouraged, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast. And for more resources from Grace Church, visit whoisgrace.com forward slash read.